Welcome, I'm Julie Bacon, and you're listening to the Mindset Coaching for Handlers podcast, a podcast for dog handlers who are on a mission to achieve big goals. I will share lessons, insights, personal stories, and tools you can apply during your next show, trial, or test to help you strengthen your mental game and hopefully cue more consistently. So if you are ready to improve your competitive mindset, get out of your own way, and connect with your dog like never before, then it's time to get comfy, bring an open mind, and work your mindset. All right, just because I'm a mindset coach doesn't mean I don't have my share of disappointments and meltdowns. Yep, I have meltdowns too, (laughs) just like everybody else. Uh, Complete with the whole ugly cry, listen to sad music all the way home from the trial kind of meltdowns. I get disappointed, disheartened, discouraged, all the disses, okay? It happens to everyone. Um, And, you know, the thing about meltdowns are like big... I don't know, just big moments where your emotions are just too big, right? And they're just like pouring out of you. Um, the thing is, we shy away from what I'm calling a meltdown, right? And and clinically, no, I'm not using clinical terminologies. I'm just using sort of colloquial or commonplace um, labels, Um And so please understand that. Um, But we shy away from these sort of these meltdowns because they're messy and they're potentially embarrassing. Uh, We're told, you know, I don't know, from the times we were kids to like buck up or toughen up or just get over it. And the truth is life is hard sometimes. And sometimes we get blown off of our feet by all sorts of happenings. Um, And we also, the other thing I see a lot is we uh, compare our, quote, reasons or our rationale for having our meltdown with someone else's reasons, right? And it's it's not a competition, okay? Any reason for your meltdown is your reason and it's worthy, okay? So if you needed to hear that today, I'm telling you it's not a competition and whatever makes you sort of crack or cry or, you know, throw something or whatever it is that really gets you is worthy, all right? Um, And here's the thing. Even though we're told to like, okay, you got to, you know, you got to get up. You got to just, you know, get back on the horse, get back, you know, get back in the ring. You know, sometimes I don't want to rush out of the meltdown. Sure, I want the pain to be over. But, you know, at this point in my life, I realize that what's happening is some amount of pent up emotions. And sometimes a good cry just might be cathartic, okay? Um, We, you know, we tend to do what uh, Gabby Bernstein uh, calls spiritual bypassing, um, which basically means we just slap a coat of sunshine on it and we move on. And I would agree that sometimes there we got to do that. You know, we might be in the middle of a day. We might have more runs to go. Um, but um, there are also times where you need to give yourself the space to feel all the feels and get it all out. Okay. So this reminds me of a form of journaling where you write down all the things that are, quote, not okay to say, right? Right the ugly things, the things you you really don't want to admit. 
Uh, Nicole Sachs, by the way, she has a great podcast, but she is a master of this method, right? And what happens is it's sort of like a free writing journaling and you uncover and let go of all the underlying junk. Um, she uses an example of like uh, her, her mo- a mom having a meltdown is just like, I hate my kids, you know, which is, of course, not OK to say. Right. In society, you can't say that. And actually wasn't true. Right. The mom didn't hate her kids. But <laughs> I use it as an example because in this journaling that no one is ever going to read but you, you get to say all the kind of not OK things that you need to say in order to clean out the proverbial emotional junk drawer, right? Dump it all out, go through it all, say the things, think the things or whatever that are not okay so that it gets you to the root cause, okay? So, and if you hate journaling, (laughs) I'm not going to try to convince you today. I'll say that for another day. Um, But you might just do this by, I don't know, taking an extra long shower or, you know, on your drive home or something, right? Some other way, go for a long walk. However, however else you clear your head, right? And really let yourself go to all the places that you normally stop short, okay? And that's why I call it like cleaning out your junk drawer of negativity, right? You got to dump it all out to get to the bottom and the back and the sticky stuff in the far back corner or whatever's lurking in your junk drawer, right? So these are the things you're too ashamed to say to anyone, right? Or maybe you even were too ashamed to admit to yourself or whatever. They're fears. They're usually fear-based, all right? So you have the tantrum. You give voice to all the awful thoughts. You go all in on your meltdown and you surrender and you hit your knees. And you're like, this is it. This is why I'm so upset, okay? For me, I don't know. I think there's a catharsis in this, you know. Most of the time we're working so hard to hold it all together that when we finally let the floodgates open, um, there's that moment where like, um, okay, am I ever going to stop crying? <laughs> um, or am I ever going to stop feeling this way? And the truth is you will. It feels like a long time. It feels really deep. But the truth is, it nothing lasts forever. Um, and you will climb out. And these moments feel deep and dark, but they're temporary. And big feelings bring big, re- big relief sometimes, or maybe a big aha moment. Um, but the truth is, it's I'm giving you permission. If you needed me to give you permission, or you needed someone to give you permission, or maybe you needed instructions on how to have a good meltdown, this is it, okay? It is okay to have a meltdown and at the same time, still be a mental game warrior, okay? As a matter of fact, every hero's journey contains a rock bottom, right? A defeat, something terrible that that happens and then the hero rises up even stronger than before. And I would argue that only by knowing your struggles and naming them and really seeing them up close can you transform them into strengths. You have to know who you are, all of the pieces of you, and that's how you grow stronger. Okay, and if this sounds very lifelike and life lessony and not very handler focus, it is handler focus. It is related because we get really discouraged as handlers sometimes that we and all the shoulds flood in. Oh, I should be better at this. This dog should be farther along. We should be, 
cueing better. We, I, sh- I can't believe we're still making the same mistakes, blah, 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 blah. And it's all the same type of thinking, okay? And we can just as easily have a meltdown after a bad weekend of running with our dogs um, as, um, you know, some other life event, right? So when I work with handlers, I'm constantly, I'll call it pulling apart what's really going on. Um, for me, what I see when a handler just sort of like unloads and is like, and all this and this and this and this, and then, you know, they tell me the story. What I see is like this, it's like a tangled ball of yarn made of different colors, right? Together, it's an overwhelming mess, (laughs) okay? Uh, But when we start unraveling it together, I find that it's like several things or different strings, right, that are converging and knotting up the works, okay? And the handlers are seeing this ball of knots, and I want to address the individual strings. So that's where I think the power is, is when you can start to parse it and get to the bottom of it and pull out kind of one aspect at a time. And each thing on its own isn't quite as overwhelming as the whole mess is together, right? You know, in my thankfully rare meltdowns, um, that's what I'm doing. I'm trying to uncover the knotted up bits. You know, and usually the next morning after my subconscious had had a little time to work its magic overnight, I'm clearer, right? I consider this time, you know, to be a gift because, you know, again, how often are we just going from one thing to the next or we don't give ourselves time and space to recover emotionally from a weekend, you know, or maybe we're just like, we just, you know, sun. Sunday night, you know, we have our meltdown on Monday morning, we got to get up and go to work, you know, and we don't even allow ourselves to think about the weekend, right? We're just on to the next thing, on to the next thing, on to the next sign. So it's almost a gift to give yourself the space to really sort through this, all right? So I try to use my meltdowns like I would any mistake, and that is I try to lean in and I try to mine or uncover or discover the learnings from that. I try not to waste a mistake or a meltdown. I try to learn from them, all right? Great warriors rise up. Great athletes come back. Success is far from a straight line up and to the right. It's messy. It's full of setbacks. It has disappointments. Um, You know, most people won't see your hard work, the inner and the outer work that you're doing, and that's okay. But you've got to stay committed to the long game, your why, your your big audacious goals. And that's where the strength to go through the meltdown to the other side, to get the learning out, to figure out what the next steps are. That's where that strength comes from, by reconnecting to why you're doing this in the first place and what you're really after in the long haul. Okay. All right. I swear we're going to switch to more positive um, thinking about this. We're not just going to wallow in our meltdowns and in our tubs of ice cream. Um, We're going to talk about building resistance and we're going to do that right after this quick break. Hey there, just a brief break so I can let you know about a product that I personally use for my dogs, Summit Joint Performance. I've been using it for about a year on my older dog, Indy, and then last fall I added my younger dogs as maintenance. Here's why I love it. It's a one ingredient. It's chondroitin for sulfate. That's it. It's clean, 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 and it's safe to use with whatever you're already using, whatever other supplements for joints or anything else that you're using. 
My personal experience has been that it slays inflammation. So if you are dealing with inflammation or even think you are, I think you're really going to love it. Finally, I one of the things that put me over the edge is I watched the horse people, which that's my background or when I was a kid, and they had such great results with it. And that helped me really lean in, right? The Olympic level Grand Prix horses, you know, Grand Prix riders are all using it. And so it was one of the things that really sort of validated it for me before I started using it myself. And of course, came up with my own personal validations, right? So it's one of those things. I liked it so much that I wanted to sell it. <laughs> so I am a, a, um, a reseller of it and official reseller. And so the link is in my show notes or you can PM me at the Q Coach on Instagram and Facebook and I will get you started with Summit. I really like it. Give it a try. All right, we're back. All right. I want you to understand that building resilience and having a breakdown or a meltdown or a setback co- can coexist. And as a matter of fact, they do coexist because again, life isn't all like straight lines, you know, straight diagonal lines up and to the right of progress, right? It's a lot messier than that. So, um, you know, again, I want you to look at um, meltdowns if you've had one, right? Or think back to one recently or whatever. Um, And giving yourself space to go through them as like a form of self-love and a form of discovery, Like, why did this particular thing hit you so hard? Um, What is it that was the trigger that sent you down into this line of thinking? Um, You know, when we validate our feelings, we then validate like kind of what's underneath them. And we acknowledge like the rawness and the truth and the authenticity in them, right? And a lot of times we uncover fear and we uncover longing. Um, We might uncover comparison or even just like kind of like that, I'm going to call it the good jealousy that says like, I want that, like that person has, right? It's more of that longing than um, the bad jealousy, which is, oh, I'm so jealous of her. She doesn't deserve that, right? I'm talking about the good jealousy, the, the one that propels you forward and makes you want more, okay? So we need to come back from this eventually, right? <laughs> right? Whether it's the next morning and you've given yourself a good cry and a long bath and a lot of ice cream or whatever, or, you know, you go in your car in between runs and, you know, and just have a little moment and then you have to come back from it, right? So the coming back, I like to talk about is like, it's part of building resilience, all right. And resilience to me is a skill. We can build resilience. We can develop tools for it. Um, you can take an online class, hint, hint. Um, but um, there are tools. There are ways to make us ourselves more resilient. Okay. So I've only got time to talk about a few of them. I'm not going to keep you all day. Um, but I want you to understand also that like, especially like going back to the analogy of the yarn and the knotted thing, there are three aspects really to building resilience. Mental, emotional, and physical. Okay. Mental resilience is, you know, the ability to withstand mentally or adapt to stressors. That's like coping, thriving. Also to be able to think quickly and clearly. All right. Emotional 
resilience would be able to cope emotionally with stress. Big surprise, right? So our emotions, whether that's being able to kind of think before we react, right? And and learn how to respond and be in the present and learn how to just kind of use our emotions for our benefit, okay? And then finally, the third part is physical resilience, to respond with our bodies to adapt. Um, think of an agility ring or where you might, something might not go as quite according to plan and so you have to physically respond, react. Um, and that's, you know, the ability to do that is physical resilience, okay? So, when you're in a meltdown, I want you to think about a few different things. And um, I guess as I look at this list now, I realize all but one starts with an R. So I should have made the first one start with an R, but I didn't. All right. The first one is adjust. Like, is there an aspect of your plan um, that you can adjust or tweak, right? The next aspect is recover, right? You're going to recover or come back from this. And again, we're talking about using these as tools or as stepping stones, whatever your analogy is, towards making yourself more and more resilient every time. You might have to refocus, right? You had a goal for the weekend and maybe even a process goal for the weekend. Maybe you set these great process goals. Um, like I did the other weekend, I set the process goals of I just wanted to get... Um, my weave entries with Moxie. If you've been following the podcast, you know that this is a theme right now with us. And the first day she got her weave entries and the second day she didn't get any, zero for three. And I was like, ah, ah, you know, so then how is, what am I refocusing? Am I refocusing the plan in the ring or am I refocusing something about my training or my effort there, right? Rebuild would be the next R. What is it about our plan that needs to be rebuilt? Or maybe um, uh, there's a skill that we're missing or it's a little bit back to the drawing board or you need to prove something. You thought you had it and, and you didn't, right? And then finally, reconnect. And when I say reconnect, I mean reconnect with your why and your mission and your long goals and what you're really in this for. Um, because so often... The trigger for a meltdown is because we suddenly realize that like we didn't get the outcome goal or maybe even the process goal, right? And we kind of forget that we're playing a longer game or we're in it for a different reason or we forget that the reason we started doing competition with our dogs was for fun, <laughs> right? And suddenly it doesn't feel very fun when you're crying all the way home listening to sad music, right? So, uh, you know, these are important, you know, whether to, and I'm going to read this list again, adjust, recover, refocus, rebuild, reconnect. And those aren't linear. I don't even need you to write the five of them down necessarily in that order. Um, if you, one of them resonates with you, then focus on that one. Focus on refocusing, right? Or rebuilding or reconnecting with your dog. And maybe, you know, following a meltdown, the best thing you can do is like take that dog for a walk, a long walk, do something fun, do something you both enjoy, no pressure or something like that. And that's a way to reconnect. Not going to tell you how to reconnect. You have to figure that out for yourself, okay? But resilience is something that we can build and we can... Um, Build it by investing time in it and by staying present and by realizing that there are tools for us 
and there are a ways forward and that we will get stronger with each time that we choose to come back. Okay, so I believe in you. I know that you are resilient. I know that you are working on your mental game. And I know also that you've seen disappointment. And if you think about a, you know, a previous disappointment in your life or even a previous meltdown, you came back that it was temporary. It was a moment. You made adjustments. You changed the plan. You chose to you know, get out of bed the next morning and work at it and try again. All right. That's, those are building blocks of resilience. You have this. Okay. So I know you've got it in you. All right. As you look to the weekend ahead, I hope that all of it is smooth sailing and everything goes exactly um, according to plan. And um, I, I want you to remember that even a not so great day with your dog uh, beats a great day without our dogs, right? We all know this to be true. So I hope you have a great week ahead with your dogs. Stay resilient. And if you need a meltdown, you have my permission. Thanks so much for listening to the Mindset Coaching for Handlers podcast with me, Julie Bacon. I am so grateful for your precious time. I would love it if you found me on Instagram or Facebook at The Q Coach and let me know how it's going. I also offer a monthly membership that's perfect for ongoing support of your awesome goals. Check out theqcoach.com for details or just stop by and check out the blog and other free content. And finally, be sure to share, subscribe, and leave a review as it helps us podcasters tremendously. Plus, I know I get my best podcast recommendations from friends. Thanks and have a great week with your dogs.